Welcome to Death Row. Like we always do about this time. <laughs> I'm gonna fight your fucking ass. You don't got, you're playing touch butt with that dork in the park. Ah, uh, there's a little snake in the grass. Hey, I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. No fucking Jesus, people. I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. Hey, pussy, are you still there? I'm back. Who the fuck is that guy? Break out the red panties. We're rich, baby. I would like to introduce... Welcome to the MMA for Money Live special edition with I got UFC fighter Gustavo Lopez after his submission win of former UFC vet Anthony Burchek. How are you doing, Gustavo? Doing amazing, man. Truly blessed. Out just a uh, bunch of errands, doing business stuff. I got it. I'm trying to invest uh, the money I have in other things and went to the dentist, all type of good things. But, you know, I'm, end of the day, now I'm going to relax. I'm going to go watch. Go watch the Seahawks game and then probably go go on a dinner date. Nice, man. Oh, we just woo. Yeah, well, it's a, it's an absolute pleasure to have you here, man. I knew that uh, last time when I interviewed you after the Marab fight, uh, the ceiling that you had, and I knew that you'd be back here after a W, and we'd be talking about you whooping someone's ass. Unfortunately, Anthony, you're our boy. I didn't know that. Okay, so let's get into that first off. I tweeted uh, Gustavo Lopez on a weigh-in day uh, after they weighed in and, and Anthony and him embraced. They like hugged. It's not often you see a hug on the weigh-ins and I'm just a ruthless, savage bastard. So I was like, no, no, Lopez, don't be hugging him. Kill him. And I tweeted him something like that. And then I, I find out a little bit later in the, in the UFC broadcast on Saturday, they're like, oh, they're former friends. And I was like, oh, shit. No wonder why Gustavo didn't like my tweet. <laughs> so <laughs> what, uh, what uh, you know so either way so anthony burchek we're huge fans of you too now you know the way that he played and interacted with our tweets back and forth uh you know it, he was a straight gentleman and uh you just I, I, how how long have you known him uh, he was training in here in las vegas five years ago i think he was here for like a year or two but we always stayed in touch um good friends with um one of our good friends uh Travis and Nick Deline move down there and they just do their own thing. And they just, he's a mutual friend of, of all of us. We hanged out multiple times. It's like, it's crazy. When I got the call, when they, the, my manager hits me up like, hey, man, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me put it back. Let me go back. We're, uh, the way, the day of, um, three weeks before my, this fight that I had, just recently had, I ended up getting COVID. Oh. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Hey, at least we got three weeks. Didn't uh, I was kind of feeling kind of sick for a little bit for like two days and then got better. And then so all I had to do is just wait the 14 days and then we're able to go. But that 14 days put me in fight week. Hmm. So I was just trying to stay in shape, keep my wasn't able to go. And I literally locked up in my house. I ended up setting it up to be cool. And I just ran, ran and did a bunch of hopes, homework. I started, you know, this whole pandemic there and he, we got to try to be safe as much as possible. So I just stayed in. I got, you know, weight was down. Luckily, we had already a good camp already for, uh, for it. So we're, like, ready for it. We just, I just had to get my weight down for the last three weeks. and just ran. But the week of the fight, when after I got over it, I go, they, call it, they call us up on Friday. Like, hey, we have to come get COVID tested. No big deal. So we go over there, and I come out positive <laughs> after, after two weeks. Like, I had it already positive. I was already positive the first time. Took the 14 days that I needed. I felt great. Went to go get tested again before the fight. 
came back positive. That's crazy. Um, holy shit. Like, fight's over. Like, fight's done. I'm not going to do it. The UFC doctor, Dr. D, ended up messaging me, messaging, calling the UFC, like, no, 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 there's no way, there's no reason why he should be positive. Check him again. Make sure, you know, I think, I think we just got a false, a false positive one. So they, so they gave me a, two more days and I get tested on Monday. And the next day, I'm like, I'm thinking like, oh, I'm still going to fight. I'm still going to fight. No big deal. So I, I, I go on a run on Tuesday morning and I get a call that I'm, that I'm negative and you're good to go. That weekend, we found out that Carlos got tested, tested positive too. So he was out of the fight. And I'm like, oh, that weekend was just crazy. Everybody was getting sick. Luckily, I came back negative. Uh, Carlos came out positive. And then Burchick, they offered, they offered me Burchick. They're like, hey, we got a replacement. Um, I'm not sure how many other people were, were in line, but I was told by my manager, Burchick, it was like the, like, I think it was like the best bet for us to fight. It's fight Burchick or possibly not fight. Because I don't yeah. know if it's, they couldn't find nobody or whatever, but they told me, hey, Bershik is the guy. And I'm like, fuck it, I'll fight him. Like, I, I want to I make money. I'll fight him. Yeah. I, I, knew, I, knew, I knew he was a friend. Like, he's a friend, but I'll, like, I'll fight a friend if they pay us, right? Oh, yeah. Long it doesn't mess, long it doesn't mess up with crazy rankings or, you know, like, yeah. You know, like, we don't, we don't train under the same teammates now. It's been like three years since we actually trained. But we trained before, and like we're mutual friends. But we're not training like we don't train re- now. And yeah, that makes sense. He's he been on a tear. He fought his last fight, five, four or five fights, first round finishes. He's a monster on the ground. Owns mm-hmm. his own gym. Owns his own gym in Tucson. This guy is a straight up G. And I've he's been working so hard trying to get back into the UFC and being able. And I'm like, I I know I knew how that felt like trying to get into the UFC or even for him getting back. Like it's hard. It's not it's a simple. It's not a simple thing that you just like. Hey, um, I want to come back. It's not that. It's just, you need to jump all these hoops and beat all these people mm-hmm. and things go right. And that was the situation. I'm like, you know what? I, you know, I'm like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fight him. I gave him a call after, like, right after I got, after I, I got the, I got the text like, hey, you want to fight Burchek? I'm like, yeah, I'll fight him. I called Burchek. Like, hey, man, no hard feelings, but let's do this. I know, I know, <laughs> I know how hard you've been working. You've been trying to get in the UFC. Let's let's fucking let's do this. You know you're in. Yeah. You're in. Let's fuck. Let's. I, so the good thing about it is that you know he's still a friend. He's in the UFC now. Got a four fight contract, and hopefully the next fight he get, he does better. But I was bro. He was so emotional about it because he yeah. knew like I could have said no. I easily could have yeah. said no. I easily could have said like you know it's a friend. I'm not gonna. I don't want to. I don't want to mess that up. And you know. But no, it's. I'm. I'm. A, I feel like I'm a better friend for fighting my dude and giving him the chance to make some money. Especially we're in a pandemic. Who knows how's things been going? But extra money is, is always great. Exactly. It, be able to get back in the UFC and now has access to all the things that the UFC offers. Like, oh, yeah. it cost, cost him a loss, but you know, I feel like he gained a lot more. He's gonna gain more out, out of this. So, yeah. Up, man? That's awesome. And it leads actually, it leads actually perfectly into a question I have is how did it feel to pull off a sub against the black belt as highly caliber as, uh, as Burchek is? Cause he's not, he's not just some slouch, you know? No, uh, Burchek is a monster on the ground. And, and you know, the wake, the wake up was a di- made a big difference because I rolled Burchek before. And back in the day we, we go back and forth and you know, he's a game game fighter. 
So to be able to see, because I haven't trained with them in the past three years, to see my game improve, you know, it's it's cool. It's it was great. I I wanted to just get the win. I was just going to get a finish, go in there, finish my dude, finish him, and go home. You know, yeah. I'm glad at the end. He, I don't think he had that major injuries. No one's he not. You know, he's sore, he's bumped and bruised, but nothing's horrible enough. Like nothing got broken. It's it. He called me, text me the next day. Like, bro, my neck hurts. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it did. You know, you know how it is when you get wrenched on by someone in the gym or in a fight. It's 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 uh it you, you pay the next few days. Yeah, it's different for like for like the amount of damage that I took in the fight. There wasn't that many. I was, I'm still a little sore. Like that's crazy. Kick me one like he got a good kick in my arm and it was like just bruised and then punched me in the face and I'm like probably just being that intense and that crazy for a fight it's it's hard to do it back to back like that yeah I can't even I can't even imagine man it's uh it's you definitely are a special breed of people who can just uh be so tense and stressed out and adrenaline all going and everything's you know like it's just it's crazy and what's really crazy is, is how sweet and genuine and uh charismatic of a person that you are uh, i've met a lot of people and some really bad guys and uh you know you you come across so so nice man and you're just like such a friendly dude and i, lo- I absolutely love that about you and because i i'm not to be rude i would just never expect you to just be able to literally choke my ass out so fast or knock me unconscious so it, it's really cool you know because uh, everyone always counts smaller guys out you know i've always been a little bit smaller so yeah, you always had to be like, oh, you think I'm smaller? Let's see what happens. You know, you're not so big no. when you drop when you get dropped on the floor, right? So, yeah, once you get double leg or single leg, the six foot guy isn't so big anymore, and all of a sudden he's fucking just on his back like a turtle. But uh, yeah. you know, that is what it is. But um, on after the fight, uh, what did you you know? Because there's no there's no after parties like my brother and them used to do big time uh, things, right? So or, or there might have been, but was it the same? Obviously, way different this time, right? After party. No man, it, I didn't have an after party, but I did. I did have a little gathering. Um, I got a good connection up in. Uh, I, I think I tweet a lot about El Dorado, this uh, Mexican restaurant that I always go to. They took care of me. We got a bottle. We got a bottle of 1942, and just had just had food. Like literally, we fought at four o'clock. I was out of there by five. We were literally having dinner at six. Nice. That's crazy. Like it was crazy, and I'm like still dreading rushing right now and I'm, like i'm still in this such a good like happy excited just thankful like energy i've been it been i've been like this since the fight man just good activity being on gray and i'm just focusing right now on getting ready for my next fight but right now i'm also investing and in, investing my money into different things stocks planning on buying some property pretty soon uh took some took a trip <laughs> Took some little trip. Ended up going to the SC versus Arizona, uh, University of Arizona football game. Nice. How was that? Buddies. Amazing, bro. You got your tailgate at all? No, it's you just literally, there was no fans, only family of players. Oh, that's even cooler. You, like, I, I put it on my story. I took a picture uh, on my story, me being there with no, literally, you see no fans in the background because only, like, those tickets are worth, like, they're not on sale. You have yeah. to be family. You had to be family of, of of a player to get in. So yeah. luckily, I I got some good friends. Uh, actually, a business partner of mine, Danny Lockhart, that called me up like, "Hey man, we're going to SC. You want to come? Let me know." And I'm like, 
book it. Let's go. <laughs> well, awesome. Man. Well, that investing is a huge thing. I love investing too. Uh, Prime MA for money. Our boss here, uh, one of the best sports betters there is. He got us into investing in Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies nice. and, and stuff like that back in the day. So that's really how I um, became good friends with him was uh, it just investing in him being my mentor teaching me things like that. I was actually one of the early investors in Tesla. I slammed Tesla at $199 before it jumped up to $2,500. And then- I hope you kept those. I hope you kept those. Hey, you better believe I got all them bitches. Those things are gonna go sky high and keep going. Um, So I stocks, I'm all for. And you are a smart guy because a lot of guys, just like my brother and them, uh, don't think of the long run. And and I try to tell them, you you gotta have something. You gotta have something, definitely. Uh, yeah, I'm in. I'm into definitely into stocks, definitely into stuff like that. Uh, I have a whole little setup right here in my house. Bought a bought a, a fucking uh, desk. Get a whole screen projector. Oh, my body's already wakes up at five o'clock mm. in the morning every morning, excited as fuck because you know it's time to make some money. You know? Yeah, totally. Me too. When the stock market opens, baby, I'm I'm stoked. I I check my Tesla stocks. I check I check yeah. all my my Bitcoin prices and. Uh, so, you know, what I was also thinking about, I, I kind of have an opponent that I picked out for you. Sorry, guys, my little baby boy, uh, Damien, named, after, man, Damien, man, named after Damien Maya. Say hi, Dede. Um, so, hey. you know, your next opponent we kind of had in mind at the MMA for Money show, um, our buddy Super Tipstar, he also said it. Well, Sugar Sean O'Malley, I, I just really think that you could de- dethrone him and, and just take his shine. Uh, I think that you're just w- way more superior on the feet and then especially on the ground. He's he's not going to be able to take you down at all. And so I, I just – I think you could just jump up fast in the rankings on that. Thank you, man. Uh, that's a big compliment because that guy's a stud. He, amazing striking. He's been working his ground. Uh, but that fight, for me, uh, I think we're managed under the same management. So I don't think that fight's going to happen anytime soon unless we're fighting for a title. Oh, okay. But, so I, I, I kind of ruined it there. Well, it, I, I said, it, it, it has nothing to do. It's, I don't, it's, it's, it's not. Good, it's good to be. It's, I'm glad that people think I'm at that level because a lot of people don't really know who I am. They think like, oh, you know, he just fought for this combate. No big oh, deal. No, no, no. I don't, I don't think, I don't think you're on that level. We, I know. We motherfucker, no. I know that you've been on that level since before Marab and at Marab especially. Now people are in big fucking trouble, dude. They're in, every time that you sharpen your 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 stand-up game now, they're in big fucking trouble, man. Because you're sharpening your wrestling's already sharp, and after Marab, I know you're you've already put it into your game to even to, to do more. And then you were already deadly. Your your get up game was really sharp. Oh, is that Yoshi? Because that was another fan question. It's the fans need to know if Yoshi was gonna come in the mix. There he is, folks. There's the baby boy. Damn, he's looking healthy. Look at him. He, hey, you can tell he's living on them good snacks now. He ain't on oh, them dollar store snacks no more. This guy is so spoiled. Like I'm sponsored by this company called Real Water. So this alkaline water. Like, oh, spit like, it. Hey, shout him out. Shout him out. Real, Real Water, big love. Thank you for all you guys. We get so much water. The do- Yoshi's been on it for the past three years. It's nice. Coke. Look at it. Dude, this thing looking sharp. I got, I got eight chickens. I got eight chickens I raised over here, and they have some of them have some really beautiful feather down feathers. And I'm looking at that that, that shiny little skin over there on that dog. He's looking shiny and sharp over there. Well, yeah, it's, a, it's awesome. To, it's awesome to see him and you, bro. Is he doing? He's doing well. He he gets he gets uh, custom food for him. Everything gets taken care of. Mm-hmm. Bro, this is like I have no kids. I have no family. <laughs> 
no That's one I gotta kid. worry about. So right. this is the guy I, I spend majority of my money on. He has a, it's funny because he has a, a little day spa coming up uh Saturday. I talked <laughs> to the vet, dental cleaning, nails done, nice. You know, like you gotta take care of your loved ones. Always, your so, family is most important, you know, and your friends. Friends to me, family is friends. So fa- when I say family, my friends are all combined. And 100%. so, um, do you have a, anyone in mind that you would like to fight uh, off off your head that you've been eyeing, or a couple people? Nothing yet. Not at all, man. I really have okay. really have to look to who I'm gonna fight next. I'm just gonna I'm keeping myself ready when it happens. Okay. I know, well, I know the way things are looking right now. Uh, they might just give me a call like, "Hey, you gonna fight this guy tomorrow?" You know, it's. I just want to be ready for whoever. Well, I, well, we just lost a, a rare bet, you know, lately on a, a, a was a Freitas Freitas Junior versus Tony Gravely. So, if you get the chance to beat up Tony Gravely, because I know you could, um, could you please accept that fight and whoop his ass so I can make some money here on the MMA for Money show, get my my fans some more stacks. If I get a if I get a call. I'm most likely gonna say yes to whoever shows up. <laughs> Lots of, that's what you love to hear there's, from a savage. There's, 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 there's really nobody that I'm like, I would avoid. I Dude. feel like, I, I feel like Actually. I'm top notch. I'm only getting better. So if I get a call and if they, like, hey, they need me, I'm, I'm show up ready. 100%. I agree, dude. Dude, I'm, I'm not, I'm not joking. After what you did in the Rob fight with someone, he, he did not want to stand with you. He did not want any parts of that, right? You, you, you're gonna one day. Down the road. Remember I told you last time when we talked about it on the last show. We're going to fuck Marab up. Later down the road. We're going to be putting money down on Gustavo Lopez to whoop Marab's ass to get the comeback win. Because I know my boy Gustavo Lopez is ready for that level. He he walked in on short notice, bro. He was on short notice. He didn't get a full camp. He didn't know yeah. who, what he was doing yet. But I, he, it, bro, it literally, it literally felt like I just walked down and had a fight. Just no, no, no idea who he was. We didn't know. We had literally 20 hours to cut the weight and fight. It wasn't That's a, insane. My coach did some research, and there's something we kind of knew. But at the time, I'm like, I'm just going to go out there and just let it hang out. And, dude, I think he's top 10 right now in the world. I think that I'm at. Oh, yeah. dude, dude, top 10. And my boy Gustavo Lopez is better. I'm telling you right fucking now, guys. Stay tuned for Gustavo Lopez's career. He's going to fuck fools up. You just don't know. He's got good energy, comes with heart, and he comes with mad skills. So. I mean, I'm just stoked to have you here on the show, man. Um, unfortunately, Bob, uh, your favorite garbage man, my normal host, he didn't get to be here. He's uh, doing a Bible study with his his friends, and which is awesome. So he, he couldn't do that. Yep, good for him. And then my other, but uh, new, our new guy, you didn't get to meet yet. Uh, Mikey Gills, our DraftKings expert, uh, super fun guy, a lot of good energy, just like you and me playing around. And uh, so it, it, it's 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 a lot of fun. So and when you so when you fought, another thing that happened was. We had a DraftKings lineup for the MMA for Money show, and Mikey Gills he he said, "Hey, uh, who do I put, Gustavo Lopez, or do I put? Uh, I think it was Bevon Lewis, dude. I think that was who fought that night, right with you." I believe so. And I said, "Bro, you fucking put yeah. Gustavo Lopez in. He's gonna whoop this dude's ass. It's gonna be that. It's gonna be that easy. Like, boom, boom, boom. The Bro, draft, I, the I draft. Mine, I had a friend of mine put four grand. Dude, that's so gangster. Straight, straight bet. He like, bro, thank you for the money. I'm like, a lot of business. That, that do bet, that do know me, we're like, oh, we got to put money on G. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we bet on you. Me and Bob bet on you money line real, on a real bet in Vegas. Um, yeah. This was for DraftKings. I wanted him to put you in. And he fucking chose Bevon Lewis, who got his ass kicked. Over my boy, Gustavo Lopez. He's so lucky he's not here right now to, to hear the bullshit we would be giving him. But 
It's all good. We love you, Mikey Gills. Gustavo forgives you. I don't. Don't ever let it happen again. So, uh, all right, man. Well, I was I was thinking about um, if you could. How many more fights do you need before you? But you think your trajectory to the possible title? Do you? You really think you'd like? Man, you know what? I haven't really thought of that. The no. I think the I think the first thing I want to do is literally get these next two two more fights out of the two more fights out of the out of my contract. Go through, destroy the next two guys, get resigned, and then look into going higher than there. I think awesome. my first focus, the first focus before anything, is making sure I continue to do what I did in my last fight. If I go out there and perform that way, and I'm just getting better, my coach Jimmy Garford, Eddie Baraka, uh, Coach Casey, Brian Caraway, I got some amazing dudes in my corner. Everybody at Extreme Couture, the PI Yoshi is, um, you know, doing doing well, and they treat me so amazing. I'm just only only gonna get better from here. So I'm excited. Yeah, your coach, your coach Giff, Coach Giff, correct? Yeah, you seem Jim, to be really, you seem to seem to be really close with him. Oh, he's he's one of the best, and you wouldn't know this because every time he goes out to uh to um to corners his fighters, wears a hat, covered up, does his job, goes home. Like even after big wins, like he was cornering Misha Tate, uh, when and then I think Brian when they fought, we both fought in Chicago. I think like four or five years ago, was, um, Misha fought Jessica I, and then Brian Carraway fought Eddie Wyland. So, Giff has has a bunch of guys underneath his belt. Used to coach Forrest Griffin. Used to coach. Uh, he has his hand up a bunch of guys, but Forrest Griffin is one of the guys that he won a title with. Misha, he won a title with Misha. He like he's he's under the radar. He doesn't like to be out there. He doesn't really go out. He does not. He's not. He doesn't do the social media one. I literally just made him an Instagram. <laughs> coach nice. James. Just so I could tag. I'm not going to post anything on there. We're just going to tag him, make sure people know who he is because this guy is is a wizard on the stand-up. The, yeah, way, well, the way he can break people down and know habits. And This guy is one of the best out there. Having him in my corner, having Eddie Baraka, my, another striking, and then having Brian and C- Coach Casey at my ground. Oh, it's on, baby. The- yeah, I, I just wanted you to give a shout out to your coach um, because I know that my brother's coaches, they, you know, meant so much to him, uh, especially Barrett Yoshida. Uh, his jujitsu coach is still like my brother and our, our sensei in general. So I just love him. He's our uh, the man. And so I just I wanted you to make sure you give some props to your coach because he doesn't get a lot of credit often, but he seems to be absolutely amazing in his technique and his abilities. And it's just really quiet guy. Um, so Definitely. it's nice to give him a little shout out and a little love. Um, and then what else are going to say? And are there any fighters at your gym currently that we should be um, looking out for that are up and coming that haven't gotten a chance yet that, that are usually like, oh, my God, this kid's going to be some. This, there's this kid called Kobe. He's uh, a French last name. I'll, I'll post about him more. But this kid is insane. Yeah. Like, I, have good, I have good wrestling. This guy has better wrestling. No way. Like, he's, but his striking, he's got to work on his striking, got to work on his ground. We're, we're we're gonna we're gonna help him get involved, but just straight wrestling alone, even better than mine. And I nice. and I feel hard notch. This guy is a stud. How old is this? How old is he? Twenty four, twenty five. Oh, he's a young buck. 
Young Buck stuck up and coming. I think he moved to Las Vegas to help Jessica I. Uh, Jessica I brought him down um, just to help her. Uh, he's one of his, her coaches, but the dude is amazing. So we're going to work on him. He's going to come up. Definitely look out for this guy. Awesome. Well, dude, I've had an absolute pleasure interviewing you after your uh, win versus Anthony Burchek. I, I look no, nothing nothing but the best for you in the future. Uh, would you like to shout out any of your other sponsors uh, while, while you can before we get off there? Uh, Real Water, fucking Rockwell Watches. Thank you, everybody from the UFC. Big thanks to uh, Tara from the UFC PIs, uh, one of the physical therapists. She's the main person I go to to kind of just get healed up. She takes care of me. Uh, I had a had an injury with my knee at the beginning of the fight camp against this one, and she healed me up and got me all going to where I'm at. So now I, I can't even feel it. But nice. big thank you to everybody from the UFCPI. They just it's they just the best. Truly, just the best. Well, I can't thank you enough for giving us your time. I know you're a super popular dude now, especially after everyone's jumped on the bandwagon. And, uh, you know, we love you here at the MMA for Money show. We'll always be your number one fans. This is your podcast anytime you want it to be. I just like everyone uh, who listened, liked, and subscribed. Uh, thank you for tuning in to our special edition of Gustavo Lopez and Don't Cope, Just Win, Mike Copenhaver, uh, doing what we do at the MMA for Money show. Take care, guys.